Welcome everyone to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torrent. With me is my co-host, Peyton. Yo. Today, we'll be talking about Echo and the news of the week. Maybe time codes in the description or the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, here's Peyton with the news. Ooh, we got some news this week. It's been a, it's been kind of a crazy week. Oh yeah, so, I've, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's get started. Uh, first, uh, Caitlin Deaver, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, she was in Booksmart, and um, most recently, No One Will Save You. She has been officially cast as Abby in The Last of Us season two. We have um, to fucking protect her. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna. Well, she's already getting shit. Um, not oh, because yeah, of course. not because of Abby as a character yet. Uh, but I assume when it, when the show does come out, yikes. Um, but a lot of people are giving her shit because, uh, Abby is as a character is very uh, jacked. Um, and Caitlin Deaver is not. And a lot of people are like, Abby, it's uh, her being like really buff is like integral to her character. And I agree, but like she can, she can get jacked. Yeah. The, like like the, I feel, this happens like every time like like when Henry Cavill was cast as Superman he was too skinny <laughs> like and people were like oh he's too skinny he'll never be and now he's like the biggest man in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. uh same thing happened with um Robert Pattinson like he even joked that like he like he wasn't working out for Batman which was an obvious joke and then people got like super pissed they can work out David Cornsweet people said was too skinny and now he's jacked like it, it like this it happens every time and they're just like oh Caitlin Deaver's too skinny I can't believe they cast a skinny girl she'll get jacked man she'll get jacked. if the show comes out and she's not jacked okay fair com- fair fair complaints yeah. but as of right there's no reason to complain right now that's so stupid and the, and, and as far as like oh well you know Maybe it's like an unrealistic goal if she doesn't like have sort of that pill. Drugs, drugs exist. All they all take them. Yeah. So uh, it'll be fine. Basically, Uh, again, fair complaint if if the show comes out and she's and she's not jacked. But as of right now, shut up. (laughs) But this is a this is good casting, and uh, yeah, we need to protect her at all costs because she is. Yeah, she needs to. She needs to get like literally like several therapists and social media like account managers because she cannot be on social media. The Absolutely. amount of mental fortitude she would need would need to exceed the gods. <laughs> like like Laura Bailey got death threats. So like oh yeah, and she's just the voice actress. I mean, she's the actress, but she's not like the face model. It's like you know, she yeah, is no. in for it. Isabella Marced, who is playing Hot Girl in Superman and Lois, or Superman and Lois, Superman, Superman Legacy, <laughs> um, um, has been cast as Dina in The Last of Us season two. So, yeah. good stuff all around. Good, good, good casting all around. Uh, for sure. Moving on to Star Wars news, Ahsoka has been officially renewed for season two. That's very exciting. I wasn't sure. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I wasn't sure if it was going to lead directly into Dave Filoni's uh, sort of uh, what the fuck? What is it called? The Thrawn movie, basically the heir to the Empire. There it is. I wasn't sure if it was going to lead into that or if it was going to get a season two. And we're getting a season two, so that's really cool. And this is according to Daniel RPK. Disney is reportedly developing a what if version of Star Wars. This is. This could be good or bad <laughs> on, on like a pure conceptual level. I'm very excited because I think a lot of what if scenarios in Star Wars can be very, very, very interesting, even more so than the MCU. Um, so I'm very excited for that. But at the same time, I we all know what the Star Wars fan base is like. And I can only imagine that like if one of the episodes is particularly good, people are going to be like, this should have been canon. Oh, why was it this? Oh, this this would be so much better. And now there's already jokes like, oh, what if the sequels didn't happen? Okay, man, cool. You, we, we get it. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ. What if Disney didn't make Star Wars? Shut the fuck up. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> Motherfuckers make Star Wars the whole life, bro. Like, like you're it's fucking it's gross. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, it could be, this could be like really, really cool. Like, like uh, what if like Dooku didn't turn to the dark side? Or so, like, like something along those lines. What if, what if, what if, what if Ray accepted Kylo's offer in the Last Jedi? Like shit, like that. Um, Qui Gon lived. Yeah, true. 
what if uh what if anakin never went to the dark side yeah exactly yeah what if padme lived i was was just about to say that (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, that's crazy this could be this could be incredibly cool or it could be a fucking disaster not because of the show but because of the fan base yay uh but also the mandalorian grogu movie is in the works uh john favreau is set to direct with a theatrical release planned and this is according to the hollywood reporter the the mandalorian season four was actually all written uh but lucasfilm reevaluated their plans during the strikes and made the mandalorian and grogu movie the priority so I think this might be good, right? Write a movie. Yeah, I mean, something. <laughs> you haven't, I don't think, you haven't seen season three, right? No, not you, yet. Have you seen season two? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're behind, but you're not that behind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people weren't feeling season three. I, I enjoyed it, um, but honestly with the way the, the the show just keeps getting like bigger and bigger and they clearly want to do more and more stuff and that that a show just might not be able to handle all that they're trying to do with the budget that they have so a movie might actually make it a lot of sense um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i i'm not actually sure what the movie would be uh just with the way season three wrapped up so I'm uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but um, a movie would be good. My only thing is because, you know, it's coming from a Disney Plus show to a theatrical uh, medium uh, is are they going to try to keep the same sort of visual language of the Mandalorian? Because Star Wars has such a r- massively high bar for visuals. Um, I, I, like, I hope it looks like a Star Wars movie and not like a Disney Plus show that you, you're watching in a theater. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that. That's my biggest hope for it. But yeah, as a story, I, I, I genuinely have no idea. So this is a it's a huge mystery for me. Moving on to some DC news. This is according to Deadline. Uh, Millie Alcock and she, uh, Amelia Jones and Meg Donnelly are in the mix to potentially star as Supergirl in the DCU. Uh, now, before I move on, it is important to say that James Gunn said on Threads, he said, "quote It's difficult to be to." to debunk stories that are fake but with some element of truth either i have to point out what's fake and what's true and give away a bunch of stuff i don't want to or i just say the whole thing is fake and get accused of dishonesty down the line when the one true part comes out anyway there's a couple of those stories around recently now he said this pretty much right after the supergirl story broke so one could assume that this is what he's talking about so uh, one of these names at the very least is incorrect uh i would assume it's amelia jones i think is the one that's incorrect um but uh millie alcock and mcdonnelly uh i i do i also want to point out that millie alcock is 23 amelia jones is 21 and mcdonnelly is 23 so they're going for a very young supergirl if even one of these is true um so i think that'll be that'll be interesting uh i i i think uh previously what the previous dc regime wanted was was uh, maybe a little bit of an older supergirl that was possibly more experienced what i'm what i'm uh curious about is that they're adapting the supergirl woman of tomorrow storyline and that version of supergirl is very experienced so i don't know if they're just like gonna be like okay the actress is 21 but like this the supergirl is you know experienced in this world already or they're gonna go for a, a newer less experienced Supergirl, but still tell a version of that story. Um, I'm not sure, but these choices seem decent enough. I'm not a hundred percent familiar with all of them, if I'm honest. Uh, but at least visually, I mean, there's some blonde women. So (laughs) yeah. Uh, moving on to some Marvel news. Uh, this is according to Jeff Snyder. Fantastic four has been pushed back its filming start date to quarter three, 2024. And Pedro Pascal has dropped out of Zach Kreger's weapons, uh, to clear his schedule. So, uh, when it was heavily rumored, almost basically confirmed that Pedro Pascal was going to be Reed Richards in fantastic four. It was like, what, what time does this man have between, uh, he's doing gladiator, uh, he's doing the last of us season two, uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu now, <laughs> uh, so like, where, where, where is the time that he's making to do fantastic four? So technically scheduling the conflicts can still happen. I actually don't think the 
deal is fully done yet for him. Uh, but if he's dropped out of a, a certain a film to clear his schedule for it, clearly he wants to do it, number one. Um, and also Marvel Studios wants him as well if they're willing to push back the filming date um, just to accommodate Pedro Pascal. So uh, they seem to really like him who doesn't. But like, I don't know if they... I, I don't know, but it's really interesting that they want him so bad. I mean, obviously, it's Pedro Pascal, so it's like he's a big name right now. Um, I, I'm just curious if they're they're just like, oh, Pedro Pascal's a big name. Let's get him. Or they actually think he'll be good for the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, though. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, but this is also according to Jeff Snyder. Eldon Henson and Deborah Ann Wool uh, will return as Foggy and Karen, respectively, for Daredevil Born Again. We won. We won. Huge. One, bro. Thank God. <laughs> uh, apparently, in the old version of the show, before the uh, sort of reshuffling of everything that's going on, uh, apparently they were going to get like killed off. Or I think Karen was killed off screen, and then Foggy was going to get like killed in the first episode. Um, I believe that's that's the that was the original plan. Obviously, that's not yeah. happening anymore. Or yeah, at least. Thank God some element of it. What I kind of like to see is I, I kind of want to see them get snapped. Cause that'd I, be, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool because, uh, if uh, just a, a, a small refresher, if anyone doesn't know, they are keeping some elements of the old show. And they, in fact, they're, they're the episodes that are already filmed. Uh, they're also using some of that as well. And part of that, uh, the old version of the show was that Matt is part of a new firm. Um, and I think, uh, again, in the old show, it's probably it was probably because, you know, Karen and Foggy were fucking offed. Um, so he had to move on. Uh, but I think I think if I was doing it, I'd be like, OK, they got snapped and um, we see an echo and we'll get to that. Uh, it's not a spoiler that he's in. He's th- that fight scene in the trailer. Uh, but that bit takes place during the blip. So. I don't think it would be too far-fetched to be like, okay, well, Karen and Foggy were blipped. He, in, within those five years, he had to move on, so he went to a different firm. Um, I think that that would be the best way to do it, but what do I know? Uh, <laughs> also, I think it would be cool to just have a blip scene from Matt's perspective. Oh, do you yeah, like, imagine like the world on fire and like, like, you know, like, like his POV? And then, like, just people just being vanished. Yeah, people like, heartbeats just going yeah, away. Yeah, they're, like, fading away and shit, dude. Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what yeah. the hell is happening? Um, yeah, I think that would be... That'd be super cool. Uh, the blip is, like, Marvel's Order 66. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like much. Every time it happens, it's like, oh, it's this again. But also, every time it happens, it's like, hey, this is pretty good, actually. This is... Every time yeah. it's like, really... It's done really well. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, uh, Foggy and Karen are coming back. That's that's amazing. Um, we, we don't... We still don't really know in what capacity. Um, it could just... It still be a, a smaller role, but the fact that they're back at all instead of just being killed immediately is... Uh, is definitely a good thing. I don't know what they were thinking, um, to be honest. <laughs> they weren't, dude. True. Uh, so good thing that they didn't just move ahead with it and were actually like, hey, let's let's redo some of this <laughs> with some new people. Uh, but the directors, the directors of Moon Knight and Loki Season 2, um, who are now doing Daredevil Board again, uh, they like to tweet of someone being like, the new directors have to like really nail that tone. And they like the tweet. So I think that's like, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, we know we're going <laughs> to, we're going to do it. And it's fine. <laughs> so that's a, that's a really good sign. Uh, but that's it for the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is uh, our echo review. We're going to do non-spoilers and spoilers. Oh God. Okay. Cause it just came out. <laughs> it just came out. I don't out. care, bro. If you ain't watching it, bro, then like you, you're <laughs> dumb. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> what are your, what are your general thoughts on it? I think they did a lot of things, you know, how I wanted them. I love the representation of everything. Um, that was like the biggest part for me. I really love how, how like strained, like how like the relationships are strained with Maya and her family. And even like with, with Fisk, I think that was like a really cool thing that that they did. Also like 
when I read that the cast and crew took ASO classes. I think that was like so that's so cool. There's a lot of cool things that happened like offset that I just really that when watching the show, looking back on it, it just makes the show like even cooler. There are some things that I wish could have been done differently. And I think the main problem, at least in my opinion, was the like the editing. Like obviously there are something there are some things that they wanted to include, but they couldn't due to like the I don't want, I don't want to use this, but the Disneyfication of the show. And so I I think that while five episodes I think is okay for this type of show, um, I still think that there's that it could have been a lot more that we could have seen. Um, with whether if it's like you know more more Fisk or more of like Maya or even like just even like the the ancestors more more of that. But something that I like I said I think I think there should have been a little bit more. Other than that, I think the show is fine. I don't like hate it. It's definitely one of the better MCU shows for sure. Um, I'm giving it like at least like maybe like a it's between like a six or a seven. I mean like six point five. It's like a seven probably. But other than that, I think it's fine. Yeah, I've heard other people talk about the editing. I didn't feel that at all. Uh, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it all the way through. I did tell. I did like. Uh, I tell. I told my brother. I was like, "What was casting like for this show? Because they have to get natives, and they also like preferably probably Choctaw people, and they also have to either know or learn ASL. Like it's a lot of ch- the boxes they have to check uh, for this show." <laughs> so I, I wonder what the casting process was like, but everyone in the show was really great. Um, one thing in this show in particular that I, th- I think they did really well was balancing the tone between, you know, dramatic and there was comedic moments, but the comedic, the comedic moments that were there were either like deadpan from characters like Maya, or they were from actually from comedic relief characters, which there was like one, you know, so I thought I thought they balanced it pretty well. Uh, I would have liked to see them push the R rating a bit more. That, uh, that too. Uh, but at the same time, what what we got, it's not like it. It didn't. Uh, it, it, at the same time, it for me at least, it didn't feel like they cop copped out a lot when like it. It's like when something R rated would happen, they didn't really cut away from it. At, but at the same time, I can't tell if like when they were developing the show, if they knew it was going to be rated R or if they decided it maybe later in production and maybe added some stuff. But that's besides the point. I uh, I was very pleasantly surprised that the five episodes worked for the most part. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I would have liked more episodes, but I think that's just a sign of. I really enjoyed what I saw. I liked the characters and I liked this world and I would like to see more of it. It's not even necessarily like, like Falcon and the winter soldier felt rushed. Like a bunch of, like a bunch of other of these moon Knight even felt rushed. A lot of these Marvel series feel rushed, especially towards the end. And there was a little bit of that, but the fact that I felt that less in this show compared to a lot of the other MCU series and this was five episodes, I think is a testament to how well they really balanced out this series and, and were uh, efficient to, with the story they were trying to tell. But yeah, I uh, ultimately I thought the choreography was really was really uh, good. I, I see a lot of people sh- shitting on it, but I think people are just shitting on it just to I, shit on it. I think that the choreography was done. I just also felt like there wasn't enough of it, in my opinion. There wasn't like a lot of it, to be honest. Like I, I, like I mean, I just don't want like story. I want like action and action, you know. Explosions. Yeah, I want like explosions. I want it to be like I want it like Michael Bay to direct this entire thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but still, like yeah, I feel like there could have been more action, like more fighting. I just love fighting, dude. Like I think it's, it's so. I fun. know you do. Especially when Echo, like Echo, like dude, she be rocking people's shit, dude. This was, was a, oh, we're not spoiled. Yeah. I was gonna say, I was gonna. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, she was rocking shit, dude. She was, she was doing her thing. Yeah, just, a, just a tad bit more. That's all I'm asking for. Other than that, I mean, 
like for what we got <laughs> dude yeah i really enjoyed the uh them really diving into you know the native uh aspect of her character and her family of course yeah. um oh, what's the actor's name the the she plays uh her are you, are, are, are you talking about the Grand, very first lady chop no the dude no his, the one that owned the shop oh um like is his character name or the actor uh the actor Grant graham green yeah i fucking love that guy dude he's so funny <laughs> i love him in everything he's uh he's he he's like a he, oh he's not a main character necessarily but he's a main player in red dead redemption 2 yeah and i was like hey <laughs> it's my guy <laughs> uh i love him so much and he did great in this series he was he was amazing um but yeah uh i i really everyone's performances was really good vincent d'onofrio was kingpin he i think uh how do i say it? it's not like it's not like i i think he like found the character again not that he like lost, lost it, it in and yeah. hawkeye necessarily is really because that was the only the last thing we saw him in uh but he felt even more like the daredevil version in this um for sure basically what i'm saying and and he was amazing in it uh of course alakwa cox as echo she was fantastic uh again uh the i feel like the returning characters from echo in this uh really did step up their game and it, it i think it really shows but yeah I'm mostly I'm mostly impressed by uh, how they told the story with the time that they had. Again, five episodes. It it I think it it felt it didn't feel short to me. I think maybe like the the last episode kind of felt short, but generally as a series, it didn't feel it, it didn't feel short to me. Uh, it felt as long as like Loki or whatever. Um, so I, I was really impressed by that. Again, uh, I was impressed by the choreography. I, I, I really enjoyed the story that we got. Uh, I would, I'd give it like an eight. I really liked it. I thought it was good. It was better than secret invasion. Anything's better than that. Shit. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's better than moon Knight. It is better than moon Knight. It's better than, I'd say it's better than Loki season one. I don't give a shit. I'll say it. Mm, mm. Not, 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 not season two though. Oh yeah, no. Nah, season two. That's insane. Yeah, the only thing that's better than Loki season two is like Daredevil. Well, Daredevil is just the best MCU show. Like true. Oh yeah, it's MCU. Yeah, it's yeah. canon. Yeah, I get, it feels so weird to say that. Now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's canon. Uh, we'll talk about more of its canonicity later, probably. But if anyone doesn't know, they officially made it canon. It's in the. Uh, timeline section to disney plus uh and there was one of the trailers where they just showed parts of daredevil to highlight kingpin's character in the series and i guess slight tease they do make it more even more clear in the show uh but yeah they were like yeah it's canon <laughs> and even one of the producers was like yeah it's canon <laughs> uh finally just being explicit about it I imagine the only reason why they didn't, they were sort of like tiptoeing around it was just because of all the, like the, the, the defender stuff, iron fist, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and having to deal with it. <laughs> um, but maybe they just won't deal with it. I don't know. Anyway, let's go into spoilers, man. That first episode though. Trash. Yeah, man. It's, it's like, I mean, I, I'm just so <laughs> upset that like we didn't see, them hitting each other you know like, i want to really get hurt in the choreography like because i'm just a regular person i don't know how choreography works so i wanted them to yeah literally it looks like a dance i know why did it, it look just, like that like dude like oh my god it was so good though it's so so it i know i can't like dude be thinking about it dude oh my god like you know how like people get giddy and they start like clapping their hands really fast. That's how I was. You know? I, was like, I was like a little kid, dude. Because I know it's... people people were showing the fight on Twitter, and I was like, I'm not trying to watch this. And then when I watched, I was like, Oh my god, it's him! I was like, <laughs> I was so fucking excited. But dude, yeah, that that first part, I was, I really loved how like. Also, you want to know something too? Like, young Maya is such a great actress too. She's a great. She looks so much like her. I know it's insane. I know who is that. <laughs> I dude, she dude, she just she's like so dude. She's so great. She's so great. Like oh my god. But I love like just the scenes of young Maya and Fisk and 
those were like really like heartwarming moments and i'm glad that we got to see more of that i mean i knew we were but oh, it's always nice the li- the little echo is played by alaqua cox's cousin that makes a lot of sense <laughs> makes a lot of sense yeah for sure. okay yeah makes a lot of sense but yeah of course you know going, the, the, the daredevil fight was awesome it was so good it was amazing the part where he like he jumped through the shelf thing yeah was sick and then the part where he like falls and then immediately springs back up oh, oh my god dude and then oh my god that was that was so god i'm gonna rewatch that shit <laughs> <laughs> fist was like none of my men have been been able to hold their own before yeah. exceeded my expectations my and which uh again like i said earlier in the in the in the podcast that bit takes place during the blip which i was under the impression that fisk was blipped mm-hmm. or that was my that was my assumption at least i was like my head cannon they never explicitly say uh until now uh because like in hawkeye he had sort of like lost his his empire essentially and he was like oh i still gotta i, I gotta let people know that this is my city or whatever and i was like oh so he was like blipped and he like lost like i there's like a power vacuum and that got sucked up but i guess not i guess it's just like a i don't know season three daredevil he's still like he like lost a bit of his oomph to to people i guess i don't know that now now that's my now that's my assumption for for this so because he wasn't blipped clearly uh neither was matthew murdoch the fuck man that that fight was so good that that really that whole sequence was good there the that whole fight scene uh there was a little bit of like a, a one-shot bit there where we were following maya that was really mm-hmm. good yeah there was a it was a really solid first episode you know i love how it was like a is yeah, keeping thanks you for your service, and then you just the guy just gets shot in the neck. Yeah, <laughs> there's um, there's yeah. a lot of kingpin stuff, not not like from Vincent D'Onofrio, that really felt like how do, how do I say this without sounding belittling, but like like cartoon, uh, yeah, kingpin, I, where it's like his yeah. goons are like, yeah, the, the 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 henchmen, and like you have you feel like his presence through there in like some sort of like funny way yeah like or, or like at the end like they were all in like a van like his goons and whatever it's like it felt like it was like a like a, a almost like it was just like a start of a video game fight or mm-hmm. <laughs> like all, all these goons are coming out as a big fight uh obviously that didn't happen probably a good thing um <laughs> but but that's what it felt like in a good way uh, it's not a it's not a roast oh yeah also we got some um back like, a little bit of like a backstory to like the ancestors uh that, that that was pretty cool yeah i assume that has cultural uh yeah it's, there's it's some cult- cultural like, accuracy is that i i would i would i would assume so like you know like the especially like with the one um of like the like police like the one the one ancestor that was like a she wanted to be like a police chief or she wanted to be part of the force oh yeah 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 that, that, that's definitely like has like some historical accuracy you know given that time of you know the the colonization of like the land and everything and they had to you know that to be like protectors of the of the tribes and stuff um that i think i think that was like one of my that was like one of my favorites because i also shot like in this like silent film like style you know it was really, it was really cool uh what i was referring to earlier uh one of the fight scenes i loved how like she was using her prosthetic leg and just was fucking slicing motherfuckers. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That, that that prosthetic leg is strong as shit. I would not want to deal with that. Yeah, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> like, just a swift kick to the nuts is enough to, like, kill a man with that thing. Yeah, you're done. You're out. Like, it, that's insane. Uh, so apparently something that was cut from the show was that like because like her power like comes through and you see the little like swirl in her hand and stuff mm-hmm. uh, apparently like in the finale she was supposed to get like more like tribal like tattoos that was gonna sort of show off the powers that she had but i guess they either cut that or maybe the the tattoos were gonna be like done in cg or something and they they just decided not to do that uh i don't know but apparently so, like, that was uh, sorry, I feel like more people would have been mad about that. They're already mad about her getting like some sort of like or having some sort of like energy based powers. Uh, are those like comic purists or just people? Because for um, anyone that doesn't know, uh, in the comics, she has. Is it a power or is it just something that she can do? 
Well, like, I'm unsure about that, but I know, like, she has, like, it's, like, kind of like a Phoenix Force type of thing. In the, in the, uh, in the comics, she can, she's, like, Taskmaster. She can copy people. Yeah, she has, like, photographic, like, yeah. techniques and stuff. But like I said, I don't know, like, the true extent of Echo that much, um, just because I haven't gotten through with, like, the Darede- my Daredevil comics. But, because I know she, she makes an appearance, I think, Daredevil issue 9, and some sorts. But, but yeah, people were they were upset that like she has like you know powers of some sorts, and people were like, yeah, and, like now she's just like a generic superhero. Like I wish she was like street tier. And I'm like, who says she still can't be street tier? Iron Fist is street tier. Yeah, and like obviously like Spider Man is street tier. What? <laughs> it, it's it's like it's like they 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 feel like she's gonna use us all the time, but like we don't even see her use it all the time. Like it was just kind of like a a plot device of sorts. But she who, has a healing knows? thing. I assume that has limits. Yeah, and for it's like, not for, like for, for, for her mom. Yeah, and it's not like I thought it was. She was gonna like heal Kingpin's eye. Seems like that didn't happen. No. Although I am a little bit confused because in uh, set photos for Born Again, he does not have a scar. Hmm. So who knows? Well, Dare, well, Daredevil: Born Again is also going to be taking place during the blip too. So it's not. It it is. It is. But I was literally on set. I mean, some of it, I imagine, will be. Yeah, and 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 that's why. But uh, I'm pretty sure I saw a set photo of him where he's. Oh yeah, we're in spoilers. He's running from air, so he has like he has like a like an American flag pinned on him, and he doesn't have a scar. Well, um, basically, shut well, the fuck up. When I, whenever Basically. I was on set, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but man, dude, I don't think I. Oh, dude, you want to know like one of the best parts about the the show? What? Um, biscuits. Oh yeah, the, the, the cousin, dude. The comic relief was, I was, was referring to. He was so funny. Like I don't know. Like he, he's be a fun guy to hang around. He's Bro he's just so wanted cool. to sell his PlayStation Four. I know. He's trying. He's trying to fix the grandma's truck. Hundred bucks, not a bad deal. Yeah, it's really, really, that's a really good deal. I know we're, we're kind of going all over the place, but there's just some, it's, I mean, I, I don't know, this show is just cool. I, I, I think it's fun. It's fun show. Cool. I liked, um, I liked her real uncle, uh, the one that worked at the skating place that also worked for Fisk, you know, in yeah. his, like, train shit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I liked him train, a lot. Shipping crate. Yeah, he, he's really cool. He's he was also in Jessica cool Jones. In he's in Twilight. Jessica Jones is better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a Jessica Jones. I think he got killed. That's I canon. Don't remember? Yeah, that's <laughs> canon. I don't know. Uh, I, I I loved when the um, the other dude that worked at the skating place just got shot. I was like, thank God. Oh yeah, fuck that guy, Vicky. I don't kinda, know. Kind of grown ass man has a name, Vicky. Timmy Turner ass name. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, when he got shot, dude, by that freaking, by that Casey Neistat-looking guy. That's insane. No, dude, I'm saying, I'm just saying, he just looks like, you remind me of Casey Neistat. I don't think he looks bit. anything like Casey Neistat. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I was just looking at shit. That shit? Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he sounded like... Zane. Sa- Zane? That, that, that's his name, Zane. Oh, uh, he sounded like... Uh... Kingpin's dude, he sounded like uh, Jason Statham, but like on drugs. It's, it's like if Jason, it's like he tried to be like Jason Statham if like he was trying to mimic Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin? What? Yeah, he has like he has like a New Zealand accent, or like Australian. Does he? It sounds it sounded like it to me. Just sounded like weird posh Jason Statham. Jason <laughs> Statham trying to do the Joker. <laughs> that sounds crazy. I don't know, <laughs> but he was cool. He, he was fine. Uh, you know who I would have loved, though? What? Wesley. Rest in peace. Oh, dude. Dude. dude Miss Wesley, man. What a... He's actually, he's actually really cool. Like I fucking Loki. loved Wesley. I know. He was standing on business, dude, for real. He was just that dude. Oh, God. But, oh, man. I think uh, I think like one of my, one of my favorite... Well, also, like, just... I think it was also like just a really great thing in the show where you know people were just you know doing the ASL. I think those moments were really cool and really like nice. And also, it makes me want to learn sign language for sure. I know, right? 
I don't have the brain capacity for that, but I mean, I just I would need like patience for that shit for that stuff. I mean, I think it'll be really cool to know. But yeah, like knowing that, like, um, I think like the uh, the scene with when uh, Echo was talking to her grandma and you know she was like basically explaining to her that like yeah I didn't like really disown you I disowned your dad because I know what your dad is like kind of stuff like that. Um, How do you feel about the grandma just as a character? Because I know uh, I've seen I've I've been seeing a lot of people say that that's their least favorite character. Do you do you like well do you like is there any like reason why people were saying that? No, they're just saying like in terms of like they just, just said I didn't like the grandma. <laughs> that's it. That's that, that's literally all it is. Um, I think the grandma was fine. Obviously, like it's like a thing to where she is constantly hurting because you know like losing like her daughter and then like her granddaughter comes back and like knowing that what she is so like like it's 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 a very complicated like situation i don't like hate her but i mean i don't like, really dislike her character i definitely do think that like i could have seen more from her i don't know i mean i like i mean i'm pretty sure that the worst character in that show is vicky that that that, that dude from the skating rink true and his little girlfriends and his, i don't know and his little girlfriends yeah they're fucking yeah. rednecks disgusting i know right imagine being from oklahoma disgusting <laughs> that's crazy um i also like bonnie bonnie was pretty cool bonnie was fun uh did she do anything she i mean she did something at the end of the finale oh yeah 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 that's right where, i was like, like i, I swear i saw her fighting we're and both, the both her and the grandma like just suddenly start whooping ass shazam leave type beat uh i know right <laughs> <laughs> then, like literally uh let's talk about kingpin a bit he's so he's so fucking good he's I, so hot i think one of my favorite scenes <laughs> with him and like young maya or whatever like you know young maya wants ice cream and he just fucking pummels the ice cream guy in the alley yeah and young Maya, young Maya goes and, and kicks like, him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so, get him, get him. So, <laughs> so adorable, yeah, violent. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, this, that's not good, but also, oh, <laughs> all right. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, kick him, <laughs> get him, get his ass. You didn't, get it. you didn't give him your fucking ice cream. Fuck that dude. Bro was like, all use right. your words. Fuck you. Get your yeah, ass I know. beat. <laughs> I know, yeah. Fuck off. You don't talk to her like that. But um, yeah, like like you said, like it's almost like you know he, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, like found the character again, more autistic than ever. What? What? He's autistic. What, you, what made you come out to that with that conclusion? Kingpin is autistic. What made you say that? Because he said he. That's how he plays him. Oh, like you talking about Vincent D'Onofrio or like Kingpin? Yeah, both. Vincent D'Onofrio plays Kingpin as a kind of autistic. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? It just means he's autistic. But, like, what, brain, what, what are you confused my brain, about? My brain is hurting. <laughs> what are you confused about? Is there, like, a scene or, like, a tweet that he said that made you come up with that conclusion? I, I didn't c- conclude anything. Vincent D'Onofrio said that he plays Kingpin with a bit of autism. A little sprinkle of autism. Where did, where did he it say was in that? an interview. Um, he also said uh he also said that uh i think he said that his like son is autistic or something and he said that he thinks he might be autistic himself in some form but who is it you know <laughs> it's okay yeah, i don't i let's move on who is it these days huh we're all a little autistic especially us i cannot confirm or, or deny <laughs> two autistic boys with a podcast this is insane but yeah like you yeah like you said it's like he found the character again this is like more daredevil type kingpin i just love how even in the show like while he's he never fails to play a like a subtle yet violent person and and we, we get we get that and also i love how he just has like a little bit more compassion towards yeah. my uh I, I love like you know the the Sunday dinner scene and like you know he's basically saying like yeah you know like you're ready you know you're like I've taught you all you need to know and then 
a fucking oh just offs the yeah also the interpreter yeah i'm like i'm like dude you could have like kept her like for because it's funny because you know like yeah you could have kept her and like because later on there's dialogue where maya's like yeah you didn't you gave me like a eye because you can't even like learn uh asl and then i remember someone would say like a little bit like like he well i know like he didn't fully like know yeah he did yeah but yeah but it was funny because like Someone was saying how like do like dude knows like Japanese and like Mandarin. Yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like ASL. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Oh, speaking but, uh, like uh, at the beginning of the of the show, I did like it. Um, if you've seen Daredevil, you you know this already. But if you haven't, it doesn't specifically spell it out for you. But like, it shows you that like when uh, Maya's about to get arrested, he just shows up. <laughs> he just he just he just yeah. shows up and walks over and the cops like hey sir I'm gonna need you he, the other cops like dude <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, who that yeah, is Jesus yeah, Christ yeah, yeah. I, I love that I love that stuff but yeah you know it's it's one of those like like little moments that are like man like this is just so like it's so cool just to see Kingpin again I also loved the scene of where you know I think it's like episode four where like. Maya goes to the casino and like you know opens up the door and uh fucking Keepin's like I've seen you come to kill me again again <laughs> and then like he's like you know I want to like give you something or I want you to see something and she yeah. has like the the, the this, freaking mallet this, the second he said I want you to I want you to have something it was like something of mine and I was like is it the fucking hammer no way <laughs> yeah, the hammer yeah and I'm then, like uh, oh shit he shows it I was like oh shit <laughs> it's like it's like okay so it's canon <laughs> and then he talks about like, yeah how he like he killed his father I was I, like oh, the fact I really wanted him to, him to say when I was a boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> When I was a boy, I was just like, oh, we said that, that would have been amazing. And then the thing I expected even less in the finale when she does the little healing thing and he, I assume she goes in like his head or whatever and we see the wall and, you know. Yeah, and like, and like the mother crying. Yeah. Dude, I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, I, <laughs> I thought when, when that was happening, I was like, dude, he's fucking beating the shit over the ball's breaking. Like, what is he doing to her? This is insane crazy i didn't i didn't expect to see that at all yeah in any capacity a reference to it sure but like yeah the, yeah that part i that part i i really enjoyed he's like what did you do what did she do just she wanted to take away his pain shit's still and, there i know uh, he's still there and that's what this that's what makes him run for mayor i was like i was like and like i i just love how like in that during that post credit scene um it's like, yeah, we needed someone who's a brawler. I'm like, you're saying it out loud. He's right there. <laughs> like, who's going to help defend New York City? I'm like, who, who, oh my who, God. who shares their values in the bare knuckled brawler? <laughs> I'm like, like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Yes. It's like we but, knew that was happening, but it's also, it's still like cool to see. Yeah, for sure. It's enough. It's so good. Someone give him like a medal. He's just amazing. I and I'm that. I'm happy. It's always nice when you get an actor who clearly loves playing the, the character that they do. Mm-hmm. And he's uh he's obviously in that camp. So it's Charlie Cox. Love that shit. Yeah, you could tell that just Charlie Cox is like full of joy when he wears a Daredevil costume. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah he, even though the little tiny bit that we saw, he's like, like oh, he's having fun, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like he's like he's like smiling as he's delivering the lines a little bit. Man just just felt glad to be home. Yeah, uh, I am happy that because uh, obviously she is very integral uh, with Kingpin. Uh, I am happy that she didn't feel overshadowed in her own show. Yeah, I li- I like that too. Like 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 it's like um yeah the the, the focus was still about her. And just navigating through like different avenues of like, you know, her life, and like you know, like through pain and like um everything else like that. Also, love the just the little moments of Echo and um Scully. Those were really nice. Like even when it's like you know she gets the prosthetic leg, like damage from like her little heist, and then. She's like, oh yeah, I need a new prosthetic leg. He's like, well, I mean, it's gonna take time, but I can figure out something. I love him but so yeah. much. So it's it's so heartwarming. 
But yeah, good show, in my opinion. It's, a, it's good, for sure. Different scales. We have different scales. Yeah, you you love it as much more as I do. Or maybe we like it the same, and I just I don't. We know. don't like we don't like it the same. You don't know that. Like right. I said, I give I give it a six point five to a seven. I know, and I'm just I'm eight. just saying, what if your six is my eight and my eight is your six? Because I'm very loose with my like my tens and shit. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying now. Let me bring it down to a four. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, in that case, I guess I'll bring it down to a six. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh no. <laughs> what uh, have I done? Yeah, I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a uh, another good showing from Marvel. What's next for Marvel? Deadpool. I don't know. Yeah, Deadpool. I think it's coming out in like July. Summer. I think. Yeah. Supposedly getting a trailer next month. Well, whatever the trailer is going to be. I just want to see Wolverine in his mask. I, I want to see him. I want to hear him say, "It's it's Wolverine time," and for him to get his claws out and stab Deadpool. You think they're going to release a Red Band trailer at the same time? They probably are. Who am I kidding? I they need to definitely. Anyway, you have anything else to add? Do I echo? Yeah. Nah. It's probably going to be a thing. We're I'm definitely going to end the podcast, and it's, I'm just going to immediately think of something. I'll be like, God damn it. Know, didn't right? talk about this thing uh anyway yeah so do you watch anything this week yes where did i leave off on when we oh, lost our podcast oh geez hold on wait just don't, don't don't do anything yet it's okay gotta go to spotify as it takes nine years spotify. To yes sir uh, did you talk about did you talk about poor things uh maybe to um wait oh yeah no i don't think you did so last or did you talk about so the equalizer i okay yeah i did talk about equalizer the first one because i watched it on the seventh so yeah basically so basically what i watched this week is i watched poor things yes it has emma stone willem dafoe mark ruffalo um that movie is it's insane <laughs> it's insane i want to i really want to see it it's it's like if it's almost like if uh, Wes Anderson made like kind of like a um, philosophical like 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 a, like a philosophical movie of some sorts. Saying his um, movies are philosophical. What are you saying? Well, no, I'm saying is that like the the set design and how like how I do I is. do I know what you're saying. You, it, I do get a little bit of a Wes, Wes Anderson vibe from that. Yeah, it, it's at least like, the trailer. I don't. Know, I haven't seen it. The the um. Yeah, the the set design and like how it's like shot, it's like Wes Anderson steampunk dystopian like Victorian era like type of stuff. It's it's really like cool. I really like I really like it. There were some parts like there's so like, you know how like um in like movies they'll like have like a not not like a scene but it's kind of like a shot of like describing of like a kind of like like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, or whatever. Basically, whatever they're discussing, like the locations or where they're at, it was kind of like this, like a uh, this really weird, like black and white. I it can't remind me of like Ocean Man a little bit. That style. Ocean Man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really bad at trying to discuss like styles, but the style is all there. It's really cool. But pretty much to keep it like long story short, Emma Stone's character, um, you know, is somebody who like after being experimented on searches for like freedom and discovery with a lawyer who's played by mark ruffalo and she understands like she slowly starts to understand how the world is like and how she wants to kind of like be integral to herself she wants to like you know it's about like you know it has like these themes of like you know of course discovery like life and stuff like that it's, it's really cool like I, I i liked it lots of sex scenes Within the stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something. I feel like Emma Stone's getting in her uh, sex scene era. A lot of actors are getting to the sex scene era. Well, what's up with that? Because um, I feel like it's weird. Because I feel like I've seen an uptick in sex scenes, and yet I feel like our generation is very anti-sex scene, or not anti-sex scene, but like we don't like it. <laughs> it's not. It's not a. It's not like a requirement because, like, it's. I feel like. A lot of times back in the day, it was like 
if you don't have a sex scene, what are you doing? But now it's like, do we really need sex scenes? <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, I, I feel like that, like this in this instance for, with poor things is that the sex scenes are like, I understand like where it's coming from, like along with the story. One complaint that I have seen from like a friend of mine um, is that like there way there's like a little, little too much sex scenes, and I can I can understand that from her point of view. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think it's I think it's good. It's funny. Um, it's very the the way it's shot. It's like super super cool. It's super vibrant. Um, the set designs. They're, they're super cool. The story is really nice. Uh, it's my it's my first like Yorgos Lanthimos. If I pronounced his name correctly, um, that was my first film. And speaking of Wes Anderson, because it was my first film from Yorgos, I thought I wasn't gonna like it as much because it's like you know, well, I've only seen very few Wes Anderson movies, so I can't really grasp his style. I wonder if that's gonna be the same for Yorgos and. Clearly that wasn't. I loved. I loved it. But I'm gonna check out more of his films. The next film I watched, of course, where I watched The Equalizer Two. It's fine. It, uh, the, I mean, of course, Denzel excels in every one of that. It also yeah. has Pedro Pedro Pascal. Ooh, wait it. a minute. It does say uh, has Pedro Pascal, and um, basically, um, the movie. I don't like know the first act. It's kind of like. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a little slow. But like it definitely picks up like later on, but you know it kind of shows how like you know Denzel or his character uh, Robert McCall is he's 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 a community man you know he's always there to help out people and you see that and later on he um, tries to figure out the death or who caused the death of his well like one of his best friends and I think it's I think it's pretty good um, there there I mean it's a little. There's some stuff that could have been done differently in terms of, like, uh, some of the motivations of some characters. But other than that, I mean, I think it's good. And then I watched The Equalizer 3 last night. That's so good. It's funny because, like, this one's, like, this one's, like, shorter than the other ones. Because I think, like, yeah, because this one's, like, an hour or 49 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I, it had it had it been two hours, I think I would have given it a higher score. But I think, like, just enough. It's really, really good. It's more like I would say like cinematic because I think it's like of all, of all the the colors too. The colors are like are way more darker than than the previous movies. But um, you know Denzel, he's in uh he's in Italy trying to find out like who's selling like uh like drugs and stuff, right? But of course, like spoiler alert, he gets shot, and of course, you know it's a thing to where like I did see that bit. My dad was yeah, watching it. He, um, of course, you know, he, it's also like a thing where I mean, it's not like uh, said, but you know, it's implied, you know, he's getting older, so like his body is like, yeah, he has to like heal and he has to take things slow, but uh, also he has to keep the town safe from like the mafia, pretty much. And like, he's like I said, it's a thing to where you know, Denzel's character, he is someone who's like for the community in that, and like he always tries to help out. So it's glad that like um I mean it's really cool that they're still keeping that that um that part integral to Denzel's character. Um, it also has Dakota Fanning in it, who is a is a nice uh nice protagonist. Yeah, she's a pretty much like a protagonist. Um, a what? Protagonist. It's the like hell a, are you saying? It's a uh, protagonist. Protagonist. It's a. Uh, it's like a second per. It's like a second person to the um, protagonist. Okay, so the second protagonist. Yeah, the, the, the second main character. They call it like a protagonist. Could have just said that. Fucking film loser. God damn. Like, film loser. Shit's a fuck, uh, dude. You don't. You, you don't know that shit in fucking English. No, bro. Think I'm paying attention to school. I'm done. I'm out. It's probably why you fucking failed a couple of classes, bro. I didn't Crazy. fail anything. The lowest grade I got was a D. Guess what? That's passing. I don't know about that one. I think you may, you may need to get that fucking degree. Surprisingly, buddy. it wasn't in Spanish. I don't know how that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I pass Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. It amazes me because you don't know English. You don't know the protagonist. Bro. Exactly. Just but but yeah, basically the movies the movies are great. The movies are great. 
that's it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, obviously Echo. That was it. But no offense, uh, no offense to Denzel, but those movies look so fucking boring to me. They look boring. They look so boring. Hmm. Old guy shoots some people. Okay. Old same guy thing with, shoots it. Same thing with Taken. Sh- I couldn't give a shit. I mean, I think you. Sh- I think you should watch them. At nah. least, at least watch the first one. Nah, bro. I saw enough when I saw that little bit of him getting shot in three. My dad went, oh, "Is this the last Equalizer?" And I was like, "Yeah, probably." Denzel's like eighty-seven. Uh, <laughs> Bro's a fucking D one hater, bro. Uh, it's true, I am. <laughs> um, Such an L. I watched. Uh, usually, I don't talk about YouTube videos. I watch, but uh, I watched uh, the movie Rabbit Holes video. No CGI is really just invisible CGI. And for people oh, like I us, see that. you you saw that. No, I, I mean, I've seen, like, the title of that video. I've seen people talk about it. Yes. Um, it kept getting recommended to me, and I was like, I'm going to see that. So I put it on my watch later. And um, for us, it's a bunch of stuff that we, we kind of already know, but it's nice to see someone with actual experience and credibility be like, hey, <laughs> uh, the whole, like, no CGI thing is bullshit. <laughs> like, like, like he specifically in the first video, at least it's a four part series. It's still coming out. Uh, only two, epi- only two videos right now. Um, but in the first episode, he, he mostly focuses on Top Gun Maverick because the whole marketing push for that movie was like, oh, it's all real. No CGI. We, we flew the, we flew the planes for real. Everything's real. It's, 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 um, it's mostly CG. Like most of the movie is CGI. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> And it's just like how it's like really annoying because uh, CGI is such like a bad word now when without it, we we wouldn't get half of the incredible movies that we'd get today. Like, and again, something that we know a lot of a lot of times the best CGI is practical mixed with CGI, but just having it like, oh, it's all practical. It's it, 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 that's it's always it's always bullshit. Like. Yeah, especially nowadays, like Ridley Scott, he, he, I think it was in the second video, he pointed it out. How, like, Ridley Scott, like, for Napoleon, it was like, oh, we did something, we did, like, all of this for real or whatever, which, again, wasn't true. But then he brought a, a, a like, an interview from, like, years ago. I don't remember what he was talking about. Maybe The Martian or something like that. I don't remember. But he was talking, he was basically talking about, like, how, like, CGI is, like, integral to the process. And because of, I don't even know the 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 way people perceive CGI has shifted so much that I that studios feel the need to uh, discredit CGI and like they're probably like telling these directors like, hey, can we not like mention CGI? Because, again, it's such a it's such a bad word now, which it shouldn't be. Uh, CGI can enhance a lot. That's not to say it's all like it's all good, obviously, but uh, it's not. And a lot of times when it's there, you don't even notice it. Like it's like, I mean, literally that's what no CGI is really just invisible CGI. That's the point of the point of the video, because a lot lot of times CGI is so good. You just assume it's real. Uh, And yeah, it's just uh, it's a really good video. Really well done. And uh, I recommend anyone watch it. That may be fucking delusional. Uh, (laughs) And I also uh, this week finished uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Hip hip. Yes, sir. You it was right. gave it a lower score. Yeah, okay. you're fucking. Yeah, you're on crack. Look, I thought it was really good. Uh, when I say it's like one of the best animated shows of all time, I mean, no. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, no. Yes, it is. But clearly, it's very good. Uh, it is it is incredible? Actually, regular show clears. Adventure Time clears. Fuck no. Teen buddy. Titans clears. Mm, that's debatable uh but it's good it's good stuff gravity falls clears yeah i'll t- i'll take that yeah the shit's good dude it's good um you know uh hashtag justice for katara on the internet because f- my god <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ is so how much unnecessary about, hate how do you feel about zutara hell no yeah thank god Thank God you have a brain. Hell no. I like, I like it's, it's weird because, uh, I see where they're coming from because it, it, there was a bit there in that final season where it felt like they were forcing them together a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
but clearly it's just because like she's clearly the one that's most mad at him and needs more time with him to you know forgive the man uh yeah but yeah hell no <laughs> if anything if anything i i i if i was gonna ship anyone other than ang and guitar i guess would be ang and toff yeah i can see that too i like them she's a great character toff what do you how you feel about uh Tafka. huh oh hell Toph no and Sokka. <laughs> yeah people have been hell no yeah I've I've seen that before a couple of times. And I'm like, I do. Y'all trying? I'm like, I'm like, y'all trying to get this man locked up? Bruh. I'm sure there's every combination of everything. Yeah, there's also like there's also Zang, um, Zang. Of course, Zuko and Aang. Oh and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, this that no, let's not Zuko do that right and now. Azula. <laughs> yeah, Zula. Jesus. Oh no, she really lost it towards the end there, didn't she? Dude, no, dude, she tries, she tries tweaking out, bro. She's turning into the Joker there for a bit. Yeah, no. Um, so like you know, at the end where Zuko was like, he's talking to like uh, Ozai, and he like wants like to find his uh, mother. Oh uh, yeah, that was supposed to be like there was supposed to be a season four of uh, Avatar. Oh, but it never happened. So and then they. I hate to say it. Was it, like it canceled this, or it just never it just never happened. Like they like they just decided not to go through with it. So huh. so like I mean, you're probably not gonna do this, but like uh where they find Zuko's mother, it that's all like in like books. Oh, it's in books? So, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so can you explain to me exactly what Legend of Korra is? Legend of Korra is a is a sequel. Yeah, I understand See, that, but like, like, how far into the future are oh, we talking? It's, it's like it's like seventy years. Seventy, yeah, it's it's seventy like like seventy years. Oh my god! Future. Yeah, and it's like basically, um, like I think core is very interesting. I know it gets it gets like a lot of hate, and one of the main one, a complaint I've heard about the show is that there's not enough Too of like women. you know gang is not another the gang you know that they call him the gang the gang um, yeah g-a-a-n-g gang where you know but yeah so wait, there's not wait, wait, that. who's in the gang i'm confused the gang is like ang toff oh the ogs yeah the og yeah they oh, call okay. them the gang so there's not enough of like that but like i mean it's in like flashbacks and you know of course ang is dead oh Katara is like super old. Toph is super old, and Sokka is like he's dead too. So, pretty much that was a complaint. What about, about um? What about uh, Zuko? Zuko, he's like he's a, he's like he's a. You want me to say what happened? Are you gonna watch Legend of Korra? You should watch I don't Legend know, of Korra. We'll uh, Zuko's Fire Lord. Well, he's still, he was Fire Lord at the end of the. Okay, so he's just still Fire Lord. But no, but there's something there's something about that. <laughs> what about uh what about uh whatever their name is the other the two the his girlfriend yeah what about his girlfriend um may may i forgot but i think they're i I think they're broke i think they broke up or something about tylee i don't remember there's i don't i don't remember tylee being in there all right so yeah um basically also a thing of like legend of korra is that like like legend of korra um the villains are like pretty well actually the villains are actually like they're actually kind of cool like um of course amon which is in season one played by c bloom he's pretty he's pretty cool the second uh only the second the second antagonist in season two is pretty bad but season three season three is probably like the best season of legend of korra like it's like literally like it's so good. Like the villains are like really, really compelling, and the combat is like insane. Especially Tenzin, played by J.K. Simmons, he's fucking great. He's great in that. I wanted um, more um, in um, Avatar. I wanted more Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Not even it because a- it's like oh, it's Mark Hamill, but like I, he's supposed to be like the big. He's he's the dude, <clears throat> but I feel like we don't really see him do anything. Yeah, like I feel like I, the bigger threat was the point. dude with the third eye. Oh, the combustion man. Yeah, yeah, the com- yeah the combustion man. He was putting in work, but 
yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but it's like a thing to where they were, it, it was like they were, they were like literally like leaving him like for the end. Well, yeah, I think so, you should check out Legend of Korra. So was the fourth season supposed to just be like more Zuko focused? Since yeah, it was supposed to be more Zuko focused. Uh-huh. So like basically in the comics, it's like so basically in in the comics or in the books, it's like Zuko. Yeah, I think it's like Zuko, May, Tylee, and Azula. They go looking for Zuko's mom, and they, and um, they find her. Yeah, they 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 find her, and she's and I dead. Th- and if if I remember correctly, I don't I don't remember like I th- I want to say that she doesn't even like remember them or something like that, or I don't remember. I I, I haven't read them in a long time, but of course Azula being Azula, she tries to portray him or whatever, blah blah blah, whatever. But. Yeah, that that's in, it's in books, and they're and they're in like and they're in a uh, Barnes and Noble, and I was gonna buy them Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, Barnes and Nobles. Like I think they're like they're like, they're like I think yeah they're like extremely long books, and they're like thirty bucks or something like that. But yeah. Are they in? Is it more like a? Is it like a graphic novel or is it like? Yeah, it's a it's like a graphic novel. Okay. It's not like it's not like it's not like a novelization or anything. Yeah. I will so if you ever want to check those Legend out, you can. You ever want to check those out? They're like online or whatever. You can just like read up about it. I'll just watch a timeline video on YouTube. You can do that too. Forgot then those I, existed. Then I don't have to watch Legend of Korra. <laughs> no, dude, bro. I think you should give Legend of Korra a chance. I think you might like it more than Avatar. I think you'll like some elements better of Avatar. I'll definitely like the combat in Legend of Korra a little bit better than Avatar or Last Airbender. It's better animation, probably. Yeah, the animation is pretty solid. There are all, there's also one thing you may not be a fan of. Love triangles. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yay. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Actually, but, uh, actually, that is but, a, a thing that I... Well, I guess it's not something I enjoyed. It's just the absence of it was that there wasn't really love triangles in Avatar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, also you wanna wanna know how to make Legend of Korra even better for you? Oh. Aubrey Plaza's in it. She's in a lot more than you realize. She's in it for like two seasons, like two or three seasons. Is that so? Mm-hmm. What uh she a bender at all? Um she's a f I mean, I don't know if she's a I don't remember if she's a bender, but like she she's definitely like a fighter and she's like a dominatrix. So she's she's like batshit. Is she bad shit? I mean, like, she can be. So but... maybe I have to give this Legend of Korra series a shot. I, I mean, dude, <laughs> I think, I think, I think you would like it. I'm telling you, I think you would just like it. Okay, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, you know, now it's your turn. For what? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Oh, we, yes, I'm pretty yes. sure we said oh, it yes. on this podcast. So, I mean, it's oh, recorded. Yes. Parks and Rec. You have Parks a and Rec, yes. contractual ob- obligation. Yes, I will watch Parks and Rec. I have I am logged into your Peacock account, and I will watch it. All right, done deal. <laughs> and then you'll come back on this podcast, and uh, we'll talk about it. Yes, sir. All right, is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at It's Aneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Torn Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We also we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. This will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Adventures Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.